Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Pretty Little Liars, our AfterBuzz TV after show. I am your host, Kelly, and today it was The Silence of E. Lamb. And joining me today, my beautiful co-host. Hi, everybody. It's Stephanie again. How's everybody doing? Hey, guys. It's on the case. So glad to be back. Yeah. So, Eddie Lamb was the focus of the episode tonight. He's dropping clues, but doesn't want to talk to anybody. Pretty sketchy. And then... He's nowhere to be found. He's very interesting. He is. He's a very interesting But character. a very vital piece of the puzzle, I feel like. What do you think his whole part in this whole thing could be? Well, he clearly knows way more than he's letting on at right. this point. Like, that we have figured out. That mm-hmm. he is playing some role. He's the connector between Ezra and this whole world, it seems. I mean, that's what I'm kind of getting from him, is he's, like, the first one to call Ezra. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When he's the inside ears of Radley, and it, it comes back, but, and every season something happens. Like, it always goes back to Radley. I mean, he seems like he's so comfortable being there. It's spooky. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're in a psych ward, you know, and it's just like he feels so comfortable walking there at night and talking to people and doing his job. So I don't know if maybe he was a patient that, you know, graduated and turned into a job working there. So he probably has a lot of history and knowledge of what went on there and specifically with Mrs. D. Mm -hmm. I'm also really curious what his connection to uh, the new roommate, the character that is accusing Arya of stealing. Rhonda. Mm -hmm. Rhonda, what his connection to Rhonda is. Well, if she was there when Bethany, if she was Bethany's roommate, then she's been there for a while. Right. So he's been working with her. Right, but does it go beyond work, I guess is my question. Does he have some sort of, because he seemed able to calm her down better than some of the other people that we saw at Radley. Well, I don't, mm, I, I, I would disagree. She seemed pretty ticked off walking away. I was surprised she didn't hit him or something. <laughs> but he was also he was also one that befriended Spencer when she was in there. So mm-hmm. he kind of has this kind of calming way, and I think I think that that's one of his things is he kind of gets to know everyone and gets and maybe he's the biggest piece of the puzzle of all because he ha- knows a little bit about everybody. So he's like 
kind of the gossip of Radley or like kind of the gossip holder of Radley? Maybe. Maybe like he's the box that everybody, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. keeps all the secrets yeah. and he's, you know, slowly letting some clues out and now we don't know where he is. Yeah. Well, so. either he trusts people to give them the uh, the clues or he's setting them up. One of them? I, I don't know which one to believe. Whatever well, it he's is. in the missing. I don't know so much if he's the one setting them up. Yeah. Unless don't. he's, unless that's the thing. He wants them to look for him and then that's the setup, which it could be. Mm-hmm. You know, with this show, you never know. Exactly. What do we think about Arya and her little job at Radley? How do you think she's doing there? I mean, I think people are sus- suspicious of her at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when you stay late your first day. It wasn't because she was really giving them an extra helping hand. Like, mm-hmm. that was very clear. And I think, you know, Eddie knew that. And I'm assuming others noticed as well. I don't think anyone else knows. I think he just noticed because he knows Arya's been there before. And she did volunteer with Spencer to read her books. You know, oh, so right, that's- right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah. Eddie's mm-hmm. like, okay, well, I know you, mm-hmm. and you're not admitting to the fact that I know you, so something's up. Right. What's going on? But I don't think anyone else was suspicious. Well, I thought her. it was funny, too, that she forgot she had a name tag on. <laughs> and he calls her name, and she freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Everyone else there is just doing their job and going home. You don't get volunteers every single day. So it is, you know, interesting why someone would want to volunteer at Radley versus any place else that they could in town. Right. Well, and then she hides under Rhonda's bed and she finds the sketchbook. Mm -hmm. She finds Bethany's sketchbook and, and kind of the whole point of her being at Radley, as we know, is they found this paint, this drawing that was left at Ezra's of Mrs. De Laurentiis and like a big, um, like demon or something behind her. So what did you get from that picture? Like, how did you take that? Was it that the demon was following her or she was kind of the leader of it? Well, that's a good point. I didn't think about that, but, um, I thought it was just the indication. It was a mirror image of her. Okay. Or her shadow. Yeah. Cause it was behind her. I thought it was, yeah, just the link between her Mm -hmm. and we kind of see throughout the notebook that there's a lot of images of her connected to evil. And so it's that connection between. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of theories out there that she might have a twin sister. So I'm just. Yeah. We talked about it last week a bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was confirmed that there is a twin on the show and we don't know if they're going to go the traditional route and put, you know, follow the book and how it was or they're going to choose a different character. So it's interesting to, you know, really try to dissect the whole thing and figure out who is it. Mm -hmm. Who has the twin? Hmm. I don't think they're necessarily going to go the traditional route or in some way there will be some twist on the book. I think that fans are smart and they know that everybody knows what happened in the book at this point. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to do something to maybe route back around to the book, but I think there's going to be twists and turns to get there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, and then we have, you know, Spencer's parents and the divorce and Spencer being like really upset about that and Melissa's back and her being very suspicious of Melissa to the point where she's got a camera outside Melissa's place. I like that idea. Finally, something <laughs> that they're, you know, doing uh, that's proactive, not right. reactive to, you know, all the text messages that they get. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, what did they find on the on the camera? It was uh, pretty interesting to see uh, Allison just snooping around their house. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, is she working with... Um, with Melissa, is she, you know, I've always had like feelings that she might be with Mona, just, you know, using everyone else. Because mm-hmm. I said it from the beginning, why would Mona help her out? In the very beginning. In the very yeah. beginning. So it's just like they've, I feel like they've formed that bond and Mona really took care of her. And it's just like this show and act they're putting on for everyone else. Mm hmm. Now, do you think because they made comments about the, her clothes being different and that wasn't what she was wearing at dinner and and all of that, now, do you think that they would go as far as to have Allie have the twin? That could be a possibility. Or is that too easy, you think? I don't know. I think that might be too easy, but it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, it's something that we talked about last week on the show, which mm-hmm. if she was a possibility. I think mm-hmm. it's definitely one idea, but every time I think I know what's going to happen with this show, mm-hmm. it takes a different twist. So right. that makes me a little more like, oh, <laughs> I, I I shouldn't think that. I should think But someone. we've thought that the, like, the entire series is that that could be one of the possibilities. So it's just, it's just interesting, I think, that because it's so obvious, I think that would kind of be the less obvious choice had that, you know, if that kind of turned out to yeah. be the, to be the one, just because you think, no, that's too easy. They'd never do it. And so I'd be. And then it ends, yeah, up, being, and it ends yeah. up being her. I um, mean, it reminds me of, I did the final season of Gossip Girl here mm-hmm. at After Buzz, and we talked about all the time who Gossip Girl was. Uh-huh. And it ended up being the person that you would ultimately predict. I don't want to say it in case, spoiler alert, but yeah. So yeah. it's uh, one of those things where I feel like it could circle back around and be that obvious choice, but right now I would say that Pretty Little Liars is trying to surprise, shock, whatever you want to mm-hmm. say. Well, it looks like they're kind of going toward making Hannah kind of the bad guy. You know, she's got her little rebellious look going on and a little bit of her, like, rock and roll, like, kind of, like, gothy look. And she's really, really over Allison. I mean... Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I was going to say, you know, why is uh, Hannah targeted all of a sudden? Because she went up against Allison? You know, I don't think it's what she necessarily said. Mm -hmm. It's just Allison trying to get back at her. For, you know, not following her steps and not doing as she says, you know, not trusting Caleb and so forth. So, which is another reason why I think Allison is so much more involved, you know, on the dark side than what we think and what we hope. (laughs) Well, and the thing about it is her confrontation with Caleb wasn't even bad. He didn't say anything bad. He just basically stated the truth. Like, mm-hmm. you're right, I don't know you. I just know the mess that you leave once you, you know, whirl your way around somebody's life, which is true. Like, mm-hmm. he wasn't, you know, didn't call her names, wasn't doing really anything as, except, you know, kind of stating what he's observed. And for her to call and, you know, like, reprimand Hannah and then basically forbid her to see him is just kind of goes back to the hold that she had on them before she left. Yeah, well, I think with Allie, anyone that she doesn't know and she doesn't have dirt on, Mm -hmm. 
automatically they're a threat to her because she doesn't have anything to hold against them. Well, I think it's anybody also that stands up to her and just doesn't kind of doesn't take doesn't take her stuff doesn't you know isn't easily taken by whatever she says isn't easily manipulated that I think she kind of has it out for. I also think at this point in her life she really wants back into that inner circle into being with these girls and anyone who's going to impede that mm-hmm. she's out to get. So by him say by him kind of coming up and you know going against her that's really going to kind of blow up hopefully not in his face but I fear that that's what will happen. Mm-hmm. So you think she wants to be a part of the the circle and be friends with them? I think he wa- she wants to be the leader again. Which she still okay. kind of is because yeah. she's still it, it's all still revolving around her but just in a little bit of a different way because instead of using you know, kind of her meanness to get what she wants. She's going for the victim way. I was going to say it's all about sympathy at this point, mm-hmm. but she used to be Queen Bee. So is I think she might be trying to get back that Queen Bee status rather than you're absolutely right, mm-hmm. the victim. But I mean, now do you think that her attack from, you know, from the last episode was something that she was in on if you think that she's working with Mona? That she could have that she could have done that? I think it ever- to kind of overextend her kind of victim thing she's trying to play out right now. I think anything is a possibility with her. Okay. I mean, for God's sake, she faked her own death. So, you know, and was gone for how many years? Two, three she years? She was kidnapped. Okay. <laughs> I, I forgot. We need to be on Allison's page. <laughs> I'm team Hannah right now. I know. It's like the more and more you hear her say the story, right? Everybody's just supposed to believe it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I did appreciate that we're starting to, people are starting to see the holes in the story. We saw Hannah start to question it. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily's mother was definitely not believing everything she was saying. She said, oh, I've talked to the police, you know, Mm -hmm. my old police contacts, and, you know, everything's not adding up. Right. And I hope what that does is kind of put that question mark in the other girls' minds, because I feel like at this point Hannah's the only one really questioning Allie to the same, I guess, to that, like, greater level. Well, I think she's the only one right now that doesn't feel sorry for her. I think that she doesn't at all. She is tired. She's tired, I think, is just the best way to describe it. She's just really tired of all of it. And it brings out this side of her she doesn't like. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't want to be controlled. She doesn't want to have, you know, that kind of, like, hold on her the way that Allie had it before. And she's rebelling against that in all aspects as she can. And it looks like it's going to backfire on her if it goes the way that the preview shows us. But, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see. Well, as I said, you know, I think Caleb is definitely going to be a help, a big piece of the puzzle to help, you know, Hannah and the rest of the girls really figure out what's going on. He's had to deal with, you know, a whole different demon on the other (laughs) side of town. So he's not scared and he's he really cares for Hannah. And I'm really glad that they're trying to work things out. And now, do we really think that? them drinking together is the best way to work things out. Definitely not. <laughs> not a good example at all. Do and again, how is Caleb they've... buying beer by himself? I want to know that. I don't know. Man. <laughs> they've never done anything that's been normal as a couple, really. Yeah. You know, the, the way they started off dating and uh-huh. him crashing at her house <laughs> in the basement. <laughs> that's true. I think that right now, though, the, the drinking is just part of this 
big rebellion against yeah. the, the person that Hannah was. She wants to find some other version of herself. I don't think this is the right version. Right. But there's something else going on there. I don't know. I mean, is it just because Allie, um, you know, had pushed her into this life? Or I, I want to know what other issues are kind of coming. I feel like it's a large reaction to Allie being back. Like, I'm going to start drinking and being this, like, punk rock girl. Like, it, it kind of switches. Or maybe they're just immune to coffee now. <laughs> that too. That, that's totally bad. Well, I think, I mean, I think it kind of goes for what you kind of, the cliche thing is of drinking is you just want to forget what you're dealing with. Exactly. And it just kind of like eases the sting of whatever's going on, you know, mm-hmm. kind of gives you a little bit of that altered state of mind where it's not so serious. And I think that Caleb's doing that to forget about all the, you know, ghosts Miranda. and ghouls and all that that he was dealing with in Rosewood. And Hannah's doing the same of the ghost of the person that Allie makes her. Like, mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of what that is. And her whole rebellion thing is, I think when Allie was gone, she was more herself. And now she feels like she has to be this Allison version of that. And that's what I think she's fighting Well, against. before it was food, you know, she... Mm-hmm reverted to eating and you know she was that was her escape to getting away from her problems right and now it's like now that she's a little bit grown and she could you know take a little bit more control of her life she's sadly Mm -hmm. faced alcohol yeah well i mean and, and we'll see i mean she's you know we've only seen her get sick once Yes. <laughs> Which was because she saw Caleb. So, you know, any girl that has ever gone through yeah. that, it's acceptable. <laughs> so maybe it's not going to, you know, it's not going to get too bad. I don't know. But what about Emily and Allie's relationship? I mean, I know that, you know, fans were, were wanting to kind of delve into that a little bit more. And this episode, Emily's mom, that was kind of the reason behind the dinner. She wanted to observe. She wanted to see the two together and see kind of what that whole thing's about. Their relationship is so toxic that I don't even, I don't know. I don't want Emily in that relationship. I mean, I know last week we talked about that. Or at least I said that I wanted Emily to find somebody who was good for her. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm not sure that either of the current women in her life are bringing out the best sides of her. I want her to find a partner, another girl who like brings out something like different in her because I think that these girls are in some ways are holding her back. I mean, we can get right. into a page conversation later on, but with um, with Allie, it's it's just falling into old pattern in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Well, I'm glad her mom is seeing, you know, the truth, and she's she's not telling Emily what to do, but she's poking holes in the story for her to realize it on her own. And I think she does that. She does realize that there is something wrong, and she knows it, but because she has so much loyalty for Allie, she can't mm-hmm. make that step like Hannah can. Right. Because Emily has always been portrayed as the weak link. So now that Allison's back in the picture, it's, like, that much worse. Right. Well, I think, too, that one of the best things that Emily's mom said tonight was, you know, just because you saved her once doesn't mean you have to repeat it. Like, you don't have to keep saving her. And I think that's kind of, in in this little love triangle, that's what it is, is she's constantly having to make sure Paige is okay with everything and make sure Allie's okay, and she's kind of the one that has to be the the strongest of them all so it's kind of flipped around and that's got to be very trying on her so i agree i think it would be nice to kind of 
let her have someone that's a little bit more balanced rather than you know needing so much uh, whether it be attention or yeah. you know whatever she it is has two pretty volatile kind of relationships going on mm-hmm. and it would be just nice to have some stability i think yeah. like she's always such like the grounding force and or maybe something that's just a little bit more fun and yeah. not so dramatic yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah. You're, in, you're in high school we always forget like you're still in high school like it's supposed to be fun yeah i don't know well who knows maybe cindy Oh, Sydney. Sydney. Oh, well, let's talk about Sydney. Sydney oh, and her boy. little scandalous self jumping into everybody's conversation, fishing for info. I have to say, and, we predicted that mm-hmm. this was going to be the case, that she right. knew a little too much about everyone, and she's digging for it at this oh, point. Oh, she is, in such a very, very, very friendly way that makes them oh, I think open up right away to tell her. her match. Mm-hmm. She's going to serve it on a you know silver platter for Allison. Mm-hmm. And you can tell Allison is worried because she doesn't know how much she knows. Mm-hmm. But, you know, having Jenna, you know, Jenna's pretty powerful, not, you know, being able to see being blind. So imagine if, you know, now they have a team and Mona on their team. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> well, and he, here's the other thing. Okay, so when Paige named names, so so we know that Paige doesn't know Sydney's involved, right? She's kind mm-hmm. of like their secret weapon, I guess, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. So she doesn't know that she's involved in, in all of this. And it's just really interesting the way that she's going about fi- finding out this information. She's not doing the you know, threatening and manipulating and stuff the way that Allie would do it. She's mm-hmm. just being very friendly and, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty interesting like how you just being a little bit nice to somebody can go a long way because she's getting a lot of info. And she doesn't have a prom kissing ass. No. That is the key point. <laughs> Allison would never do that. And, no. you know, Mona has a little bit of an ignorance and ego as well, but mm-hmm. she does not have, you know, Coming up to Emily and kissing ass to her about the trophies and swimming. You know, same thing with Hannah. So she has... Kind of rubbing on a little ego a little bit. Just getting... You know, and that's building a little bit of that fake trust. That's, you know, Mm -hmm. here, I like this about you. You can talk to me about whatever you want. And it's working very well in her favor. Yeah, she's finding ways to kind of get in with all the girls in different ways. The mm-hmm. swimming and just finding kind of shared interests or ways of being kind. And I think these girls haven't seen that kind of kind in a, in a, in a while. And so they're letting her in very easily. And I, that's clearly going to be a mistake. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, as we see that it already was. Yeah. You know, because we find, you know, Hannah in her, you know, little tipsy state at the coffee shop, she divulges that they were all in New York. Uh, you know, and and it doesn't even say much other than after everything that happened in New York, yeah. and that was just enough. That was all. Well, Mona knew that, that. Did. so it's like I don't think it was that big of a deal because they knew that right. it wasn't a secret. No, but for me though, it look, it's it's kind of like it bridged the gap, and that's what made it very interesting that that was the text because she knows exactly who she said that to. Mm-hmm. So it's. It, I mean, I guess she was at the brew, and so anybody could have overheard and, you know, whatever. But, I mean, that that pretty much, like, points directly at Sydney. So yeah. I was really surprised that they did that so soon because I feel like it kind of yeah called her, you know, put the spotlight on her a little bit pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, it took not very long for her to go from new girl to someone yeah. I'm questioning. And, and right. that's 
and that's an unusual move for Pretty Little Liars for sure. They they mm-hmm. tend to take a minute and kind of have the character develop mm-hmm. and then figure out are they good or bad. It's it's right. very much a a show that doesn't like to define things. But I feel like with Sydney, we're getting a pretty clear shot that this is not someone mm-hmm. that you want in your friend group. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. No, no, not She's at all. The eyes and ears now of uh, you know everyone in town. Yeah. So I want to know how, and I have a feeling she's connected with Ezra somehow, some way, and we just don't know what. Sydney? Yes. Oh. Hmm. Okay. I can see that, because Ezra does have all this history with this group, and so, and she seems to as well, so it's where they intersect yeah. in some point. That would be interesting to see. Yeah. Hmm. I agree. So. See where their families come from, you know, if they know one another, because, um... Ezra has an interesting story that I want to find out what really happened to him when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. What I, made him, you know, go into writing and trying to, you know, put his thoughts and how that all turned to, okay, let's focus on uh, Allison now and let's write well, a story it, about it her. Was, you know, we got a little tiny, tiny baby hint when he, like, his, his the time he spent with Spencer was... You know, pretty interesting yeah. watching that those two characters kind of bond with each other, and him reveal that originally he wanted to write a book about his family and his childhood and growing up with his brother, and finding out that your parents aren't who they thought they were, who Which you thought was they a were. Key point. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, mm, okay, well, what yeah, are you, you know, how are they involved? And you know, the theater. We know, of course, from the flashbacks. You know, the theater where all, you know where Shawnig was killed and all of that. That Allie was taken there by Ezra, but how did everyone else know that? Like, how did Sean and I mean, yes, she could have followed them mm-hmm. and whatever, but it just kind of seems that there that there is more to it mm-hmm. than that. That the family has a little bit more to do with it. And we already know his mom's kind of scandalous, so yeah. It also yep. harps back to our theory of being a multi generational story. Yeah, absolutely. I do feel like now that his parents could play some role. How do they know the other parents? Because there's not that large of an age gap. We always forget because he's a teacher and Mm -hmm. they're students, but really there's a five to ten year age gap between Mm -hmm. them. So his parents could easily know yeah. Of other parents and well, how this all and if together. Spencer's you know if, if Spencer's dad was in it and you know mm-hmm. Allie's mom it, it definitely you know there is that connection there and the you know for the while that we thought that Arya's dad was possibly involved mm-hmm. in in that so that I mean it's definitely something we've continued to talk about and I would kind of like to see that come more into play and you know I was reading a comment on YouTube today or today about you know so tired of these you know like absentee parents <laughs> like I mean, you know where are they when your kids are getting attacked in the house and stalked and kidnapped and everything parents are nowhere to be found definitely but um, <laughs> what do you guys think about Mona's involvement with the rat and Paige do you think it was that obvious as she said you know was she an amateur to do something like that I don't know. I mean, I think so. I think it was someone, I think it could have been like an initiation trick for someone on her team, like one of, you know, one of her little minions to Mm -hmm. do that because of that and just, but I mean, the tie-in where we see Melissa drop the rat, I think it's too easy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's never really that easy. I mean, or maybe it is. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's a simple... I mean, it's a terrible thing to do to someone. Let me preface that. But and it was it was in a swim cap, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like a 
But it's a relatively, it's not an A move. It's like a some, it's, it's more, it's smaller than that. Right. So in, in a way it does feel like exactly like an mm. initiation or a something that, or Melissa was involved in some capacity. Melissa is still one of those characters that I have no trust for. She wanted to, you know, tell Spencer something so badly tonight. Yeah. And it was yes. just like not coming out of her mouth about Bethany. Well, wh- well, what do you think? Because one of the things that Melissa was talking about what, you know, when she was talking about her parents' divorce and it kind of led into this other thing where she was talking about it all boils down to love. And you had made kind of an interesting thing when we were watching that maybe she's, you know, that it's a, it's a love thing with her and someone she was in love with. But I think maybe it could be just kind of the love for her sister that maybe she's not that she cares about Spencer a lot more than we think and whatever she's done was to protect her. And that's kind of like what her mom had said about, you know, her dad is that they were always trying to protect her, but it's just kind of gone so far that there's just so many lies. Like, how do you come out from it? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it's that, if, you know, it's a, a you know, a, a, a guy, if it's a girl, if it's Allison she's in love with. I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> do you think Melissa has it in her at all for it to be sincere? Or do you think that it's just sketchy all the way through? I think it may have started out sincere. Like, she was taking a family value of protecting your own or what have Mm -hmm. you. And it's become this messed up, twisted thing. So I think in the beginning, it's a possibility. Mm -hmm. But now it's absolutely not the case that it's coming from somewhere good. Even if she claims it a hundred times over, Uh I won't believe it. Yeah. And it looks like when she wanted to speak, it's more out of guilt versus mm-hmm. anything, you know, anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I think she just kind of feels guilty about whatever's gone on and she's just tired of holding on to it. So I feel like it's a little bit more selfish than it is doing it for Spencer, you know, for Spencer's own, you know, good. I agree. I don't know. I don't know. Did we miss? Um, you know, the, the, the big thing at the end with A, you know, we see, you know, A at the end with the invitation for um, Pam Fields to, to a wedding, Ella and Zach's, or the engagement party, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Ella and Zach's engagement party. Do you think that could have been her daughter? Possibly, Possibly. some kind of family thing? Yeah. And now A is going to go terrorize the engagement That's party? Just, <laughs> I mean, how terrible. <laughs> it's not, yeah, not what you want. Um, right. I don't know. It, it was interesting because I was racking my brain back trying to think if we'd ever heard those names before Mm -hmm. in any capacity and it didn't ring a bell for Mm -mm. me but i i do wonder a cousin of well yeah i mean if 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 anyone if any of you pretty little liars fans out there if you if that rings a bell to you if there's any you know past you know from you know early early seasons please let us know go to itunes download the podcast don't forget to rate it and also on youtube and leave us comments and let us know because we definitely love 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 all of your theories and and stuff and they're so much fun to read yeah yeah. i've been reading all of them all week and so much fun you guys have amazing (laughs) ideas that like we don't come up with because again we come in here straight after watching the show so you guys have the opportunity to watch multiple times and we get them all week and i love reading them on twitter it's so great and continue to to use the uh, hashtag PLABTV because that makes it so much easier for us to retweet. So we really appreciate you guys doing that. So thank you. 
it's there's there's lots and lots of good stuff there. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to read more stuff. All right. So we've got Caleb and Hannah who look like they're reconnecting, mm-hmm. putting the booze aside and getting things back together. I mean, they were, they were on the reconnection train. She was just like, forget about the other guy. I'm in it with you. Yeah. And it, I mean, it looks like it's going to kind of be them, those against. two against, you know, the team. Because I, I don't know, it just kind of... Poor Hannah. I think that she always kind of gets the short end of the stick with she's always trying to prove herself, it seems. But, you know, he's Caleb's back, and I think he he's always been her support system, so mm-hmm. she's not going to have a problem fighting the battle. Mm-hmm. And I think us maybe going as far as exposing uh, Allie. Yeah, I think that now she's reunited with Caleb. She, she doesn't... I don't want to say doesn't need the other girls, but she's seeing through Allie's lies and she's kind of ready to step on on her own and it'll be interesting to see with like Caleb for lack of a better term like in her back pocket or like with her Mm -hmm. that what she can accomplish I'm excited to see that well I just have to say one of my favorite lines from the episode tonight was when Emily went over to Hannah's to kind of force her to come to dinner and she sees the beer on the counter and she says, this is when your mom starts drinking beer. And Hannah she says washes she washes her hair with it. <laughs> and there was no question. It was just accepted. I, well, I kind of loved Hannah, it. You know, is that <laughs> a you beauty probably tip? That... <laughs> right? yeah. I thought that was a beauty right. tip. I was unfamiliar with it. She was just like, it was so natural. She just washed yeah. her hair with it. It was such okay. a quick response. That's what I love <laughs> about Hannah. It's her little quips. I love it. I love, yeah. I love it. All right. Well, let's get into some news and gossip. Yeah. After Buzz TV News. So I mentioned a few weeks ago that, of course, Pretty Little Liars has tons of nominations at the Teen Choice Awards. Actually, a total of 10, uh, one of the most nominated shows this year. Um, and Ian Harding and Keegan Allen are uh, head-to-head uh, in the Choice TV actor drama category. So go vote for your favorite, obviously. <laughs> but Keegan, who's, you know, adorable on Instagram... Uh, said that he hopes that Ian actually wins the award. He posted a photo of himself uh, thanking his fans for the nomination, and he shared a dashing photo of Ian, although truthfully, I voted for this guy forever, my teen choice. So, <laughs> really sweet, cute. Like, I always like it when you can, like, see they're still, you know, friends on the set, and mm-hmm. uh, that's adorable, so... Really cute. Um, Lucy Hale, we talk about her music career, I feel like, every week. It's going really well for her, though. And, but she still talks about that it's a completely different experience from mm-hmm. acting for her and that she's shy about her music. That She says, I'm sort of shy about music, so none of them have ever heard any of it yet. Um, obviously, now it's been released, but she didn't let them hear it. Oh, beforehand. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So... Interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. Um, she also performed at the Grand Old Opry. I think we talked about her yeah. outfit, mm-hmm. if I recall. Yes. Um, but if you want to check that out, uh, she's posted a video of herself performing at the Grand Old Opry, which is such a big honor as a country star. So oh, something absolutely. to definitely check out. Um, she's also been on Good Morning America um, this, I think, in the past few weeks uh, performing. So. Mm-hmm. If you want to see more of her music, that's something to definitely check out. And then, of course, we have the Pretty Little Liars Christmas episode. I know. I'm so excited for that. (laughs) Amazing. Like, Christmas, it's always Halloween with Pretty Little Liars, but this year, Christmas. Um, So, Marlene King, of course, who's the executive producer of Pretty Little Liars, um, she tweeted out um, about the episode, 
Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn Queen. Ooh. Mm. Major PLL Holiday Clue. Ooh, gonna, is there going to be a new queen bee? That's exactly. Ooh. And so everyone's wondering, who is the newborn queen? I say it's Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after tonight's episode, I would have to agree with you, but maybe some of our fans will think of somebody else. But I'm excited to... Uh, see who it is. I'm excited for the Christmas episode. I think Pretty Little Liars the Christmas yes. is going to be a crazy, because I feel like Christmas episodes are very like cheery, generally. Uh, yes, and, this one's going to be dark. Yeah. I know it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited about it. So, yeah. Awesome. Alright, alright. Well, how about predictions? And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. We've kind of made a few throughout, but what do you, Yes. what do you have? What do you have? I think Allie is uh, more than friends with Melissa. Oh. Okay. Mm. That's going to be my prediction. Interesting. Okay. okay. I'm going to go um, with Which a hand. Like shooting doors. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll hit that one today. <laughs> I think last week I did Ezra and Aria, and you know me. I like my couple's predictions. So this week I'm going to go with um, Hannah and Caleb and say that... Um, all of the drama with Allie is going to bring them closer together, and they're going to become the united force that we kind of saw in earlier seasons. We've seen them be divided and have secrets, and I mm-hmm. think that we're going to see them be closer and, and not have as many secrets, hopefully, in the coming weeks. Okay. I think that Hannah's going to get shut out because she is going to talk about and blame Sydney for being the one that told A about what she said about New York and no one's going to believe her because hmm. Sydney's so nice and they're going to think no way maybe that's how it starts hmm. Interesting. and uh, you know Hannah's just mad at Allison she just wants to be with Caleb and she's got this whole rebellious thing going on so I think they're going to kind of turn on her a little bit and not believe what she says Hmm. I like that one. We'll see. see. I don't know. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. That's it for us tonight. We are so excited for next week and for the upcoming Christmas episode, as we said. So please make sure to go to iTunes, download the podcast. Please rate and comment also on YouTube. And don't forget to use the hashtag PLLABTV. And we will see you next week. You can um, follow us all on social media. You can follow me at Kelly with an IE079 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me at Stephanie Wenger. And you guys can follow me on Instagram, Twitter at Real Emma K. All right, we'll see you guys next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.